Welcome to Marvel. Welcome into the show, Marvel Fantasy Football Podcast. It's your boy, COVID Cliff, hosting today. Uh, no, no more COVID. It's been a couple weeks. It's been about three weeks now. I would like to let everyone in the league know I got my smell and taste back just in time for the Big E. I checked out the uh, Nelly concert with a bunch of friends, including Mr. Joe Chick himself. We had a blast. Um, but it's always good to be able to smell and taste, especially at the Big E. You know, you're smelling stuff like cheese curds and baked potatoes and, of course, the poop on the ground from the Clydesdales. I mean, I need to smell all this stuff. It's all part of going to the Big E. So I'm happy that my smell and taste did come back. Another wild week in the NFL and, of course, fantasy football. I don't know, I don't know what was more wild. Some of the guys that were duds um, for fantasy football or just the NFL landscape in and of itself. I mean, you had the Chiefs losing to the Colts, who were shut out last week by the Jags. The Jags destroying the Chargers. It's a loop-de-loop of stuff. Like, we have a sad, sad league when it comes to the NFL right now in our members of our fantasy football league, uh, a.k.a. Joe Chick, 49ers fan. They lost. Myself, Jets fan. They lost. We have the Chargers, Roach, they lost. We have uh, Patriots. We have a couple Patriot fans in the house in our league, and uh, and they lose to the Ravens. I mean, just a sad, sad week for some of us in our league. But there were some good. There's some obvious winners. We're going to go over studs and duds and our matchups. Um, we will start off today with top three, bottom three. These are my personal power rankings for NFL teams, the very top of the list in the very bottom. So starting with the bottom, I got um, ranked number 30th in the league is going to be the Bears. So they did move up two spots. They did get the win, but it's not enough to catapult them up that list. I mean, they still are scared to death to throw the ball. Only 15 pass attempts uh, from Justin Fields this week. So everything was done on the ground and not by David Montgomery, uh, all by Khalil Herbert, who... Fun fact, Khalil Herbert has, you know, he rushed for 150 yards yesterday. Uh, David Montgomery has never done that in his career. So this could be a situation. Um, David Montgomery did get banged up and could be out a couple weeks. So Khalil Herbert could be stealing this job. Uh, Ranked number 31 in the NFL, Seattle Seahawks. They were on my list last week. I told you guys. You know, Geno Smith and the Seahawks, their Super Bowl was week one against Russell Wilson in Seattle. They took care of business that game. But besides that, this team is absolute garbage. They're planning for the future. Um, There's really nothing else you could say. They want to be a running team, and they can't run. So good luck with that all year long. I don't see them winning any more than four games. Uh, And ranked dead last is going to be the Houston Texans. Kind of just like um, the Seahawks, just no identity. They have Davis Mills, who's just not good. Um, they would like to be a 
smash mouth running team, but their defense isn't very good. Um, it's good to see Damian Pierce kind of get unleashed a little bit, got into the end zone. Um, but I, you know, as a Damian Pierce owner, I, I'm not going to expect that often. Uh, they're not going to be able to play the Bears every week. So this team is just kind of blah. So they're ranked dead last for me. Moving on to the top three teams. So a tough loss, but I still do have the Buffalo Bills. Number one, you know, that's another guy. Gage. Gage is a Bills fan. They lose this week. So a lot of our teams in our league lost this week. It's a sad day. It's a bad day. Uh, but I still do have the Bills ranked number one. They have a ton of injuries. So if and when they can get healthy, I still do believe they will, um, you know, take that division and possibly um, make a deep Super Bowl run. They got to get healthy, though, because yesterday wasn't great. They had every opportunity to win that game, but I still got the number one. Number two, up one spot. I got the Dolphins right behind. Again, I said this last week. I had them number three last week. I said until further notice, I have to put them in the top three. And all they've done so far is beat Bill Belichick, went toe-to-toe with Lamar Jackson, beat them in Baltimore, and then they just beat Josh Allen. And I know the Bills were banged up, but it counts. <laughs> it just does. And I know uh, Gage, Gage and I were chatting this morning, and he seems to think that, you know, the Dolphins still kind of stink. And But, like, again, until further notice, they're not going to go undefeated, but they have to be in the top three right now. And at number three, we have the Eagles. Um, they're 3-0 and as well. Their resume isn't as good as the Dolphins. They have beat the Lions, Commanders, and I forget who else. Um, but it's very impressive what they're doing right now. Obviously, they have to be the favorite to win the uh, NFC uh, North. So, yeah, uh, we'll see what happens. Oh, sorry, not NFC North, um, NFC East. But they're looking, they're looking good right now. So could be a, a, a number one seed, at least in the NFC. And before we get to our studs and duds and matchups of the week, just want to dive into some cliff notes here. So just some things I saw over the, uh, you know, the week three slate. And that is the, um, just the, the spreading out of fantasy points throughout these teams, primarily talking about running back. Um, some of these stud running backs are having terrible weeks, man. And it's not just... One, it, we have a sample size now. Three weeks is a pretty legit sample size now. So you got guys like Aaron Jones, uh, Javante Williams, uh, Joe Mixon, guys that have had multiple down weeks now. So that's at least two out of the three. That's not a trend you want for these running backs. I mean, Derrick Henry, he fell into the end zone this week because they're at the, that's a Derrick Henry special, by the way. Somehow the the Titans have to in Derrick Henry's career have to be a team that runs the most plays at the one yard line. I mean, every single time a wide receiver catches the ball in the red zone, it's always at the one, and you know Derrick Henry's getting that touchdown. That's I feel like that's really the only way this guy's scoring. Um, but he did fall into the end zone. But maybe Jason's happy with that. But he he didn't get a ton of points. Um, Christian McCaffrey. You know, he ran for triple digits, but that doesn't get you a lot of fantasy points. We're used to seeing Christian McCaffrey average 25 fantasy points a game because of the receptions. You know, six receptions for 70 yards plus 80 yards on the ground, something like that. Baker Mayfield, 
is not checking down at all. So you would think if you're like a DJ more, more owner like me, oh, if you tell me at the beginning of the year, oh, Christian McCaffrey is not going to catch a ton of balls, Baker Mayfield slinging it down the field, that would mean DJ Moore must be a number one receiver. Yeah, one catch yesterday. I, I don't know what's going on. Uh, but some of these some of these running backs, man, again, it's looking like receivers are just taking over. And quite possibly, quarterbacks, tight ends, and receivers could be well ahead of running backs right now. If you drafted a top-end uh, quarterback for fantasy and a top-end tight end, which we know there's only two or three of them, you have to be the favorite to win the championship. So someone like Alicia who, you know, I don't want to spoil it, but she's having a good start to the year, and I knew she would in the draft grade episode uh, because she has premier positions covered, um, quarterback and tight end. So something to think about. I, I don't know if this is a trend. Usually what happens is the following year, what we think is a trend, everyone's going to be going for tight ends and wide receivers next year in the draft. And maybe that's when running backs kind of resurface. I mean, it's still very early. But like I said, three games is a legit sample size to start worrying about some of these guys. Um, so we'll see what's going on moving forward. Just something I saw in the week three slate. But without further ado, let's get to the week three studs and duds and matchups. All right, let's get to our first matchup, and uh, we're just going to go ahead and get this one out of the way. It's myself, Mr. Fahrenheit, versus Team Torres Falcons, Juan Torres. And, of course, Juan takes the lead and takes the win, 107-94. to What an odd matchup. I was looking at his team all week, just chomping at the bit. Seeing him start two tight ends, Tyler Higby and Irv Smith Jr. in his flex. He started Irv Smith Jr. over Cam Akers and Juju Smith-Schuster, who are on his bench. And I thought to myself, easy win. I mean, easy. But this is what happens. I was high on myself last week for scoring 175 and absolutely fumbled by Juan. Um, I'll be changing my name back to Mr. Fahrenheit. Obviously, I made the name change and uh, Juan threw that. Right back in my face. So Juan takes the win, 107 to 94. Let's dive into the uh, studs and duds here. As far as the stud goes uh, for Juan, it's going to be James Robinson once again. Jaguars love themselves from James Robinson, whether they're winning, losing. And that's the thing, actually. Every game script so far for the Jaguars, I know they're 2-1, and one, so they have one loss, has been a neutral game script for the most part, or they're just – have a tremendous lead so this is why James Robinson is getting so much run right now but even when they're up multiple touchdowns they still love feeding James Robinson finally on the last drive they were feeding Travis Etienne but he's an absolute afterthought when it comes to the Jaguars um, so 19 fantasy points for James Robinson 100 yards rushing and a touchdown as far as your dud goes it's going to be Najee Harris 11.6 fantasy points, and that's with a touchdown. So only 56 yards on the ground on Thursday Night Football. Not great for your first-round pick. Um, you know, again, you got bailed out by a touchdown there. He did have a fumble, only 11 fantasy points there. My team puts up only 94 after an epic week last week. 
Uh, my dud's going to be, or I'm sorry, my stud is going to be Jalen Hurts. Once again, 340 yards passing, uh, three touchdowns, only 20 yards rushing this week. He looks prolific as a passer right now. We'll take it for what it's worth. The Washington defense sucks. The Lions defense sucks. And uh, Vikings as well. Those were his three opponents. But the Eagles are 3-0, and he's slicing and dicing. Um, I mean, he loves himself some uh, Devonta, Free, uh, Devonta Smith and A.J. Brown, and, of course, Dallas Goddard. What a what a weapon. Uh, you know, he's full of weapons there. So he's looking good. Um, I got duds all the way around, so this is what I was talking about. Tyreek Hill was epic last week but only puts up four fantasy points this week. D.J. Moore, what do I do with D.J. Moore, man? He's slowly, not slowly. I mean, he could be in that Darnell Mooney type scenario where they're just not throwing him the ball. Um, Baker Mayfield is not a good quarterback, so the Browns knew what they were doing. You got to give the Browns credit. They knew what Baker Mayfield was all about. They had two, three-year sample size of knowing this guy's not our quarterback. We're getting rid of him. I was rooting for Baker in Carolina, but he's just not a good quarterback. He's not getting the ball to his playmakers. Instead, he wants to throw it to Robbie Anderson and and guys that really don't matter. Uh, but DJ Moore, two fantasy points, not going to get it done. So he's going to be my dud right alongside Tyree Kill. One, off the schneid. Uh, you're going to be uh, one and two on the year, as well as myself, one and two on the year. Nice win, one. All right, our next matchup, I consider to be the matchup of the week, um, at least on paper before the week started. It's going to be Unleash the Beast, Alicia versus Tom, Pillar of Fire, and Alicia wins in dramatic fashion, uh, 129 to 66. Tom, Tom wasn't kidding. He hit up, he was trying to get ahead of this story. He hit up the chat yesterday. Oh, this was the worst performance of my fantasy career like he he knew i was gonna probably blast him for this i didn't realize how bad it was though 66 points from one of the top ranked teams in our league tom uh let's take a look at alicia's team first three and uh i called for this i <laughs> there's just no way around it she's elite at quarterback you know she has jonathan taylor who gives her a good floor and then Travis Kelsey. She has just a huge edge over all of us. And none of those guys that I just mentioned are her stud. Her stud is Devonta Smith, who went nuclear yesterday for the Eagles. Eight receptions, 169 yards, and a touchdown. Um, Heisman Trophy winner, who had zero points week one, is now the wide receiver 19, pretty much off just two weeks. So he's right back in the mix as a top receiver. Um, so... Looks like there's just so many weapons for the Eagles. Jalen Hurts is unbelievable right now. All those guys are viable fantasy options. As far as your dud goes, you didn't have anybody that really killed you, but we'll go Jonathan Taylor, only 10 fantasy points. But if that's the baseline, 10? That's such a safe fantasy player. Only 71 yards on the ground, 10 fantasy points. Moving over to Tom, I mean... Duds all over the place, just like he said. He was pretty sure that he didn't have any studs, 
But let's take a look a little bit deeper into his team. I do think Cooper Cup, uh, listen, 14.4 fantasy points. Yes, he didn't hit the projection there, but he's still giving you a very safe floor of 14.4 fantasy points. Those are Christian McCaffrey from like 2018 uh, low numbers, 14. I remember that would be a bad day for Christian McCaffrey. But other than that, um, you know, everyone else on your team was a dud. DeAndre Swift, A.J. Dillon. Um, Michael Thomas was injured. Mike Williams, one catch for a touchdown. So better days ahead for Tom for sure. But congratulations to Alicia starting 3-0. Um, and oh, and Tom's going to be moving to 1-2. and two. Let's see what the power rankings say about this a uh, little bit later on. All right, our next matchup is going to be Bathroom Handjobs. Mike Corrado taking on Yeeters Skeeters. Jason Kelly, who officially still has zero acquisitions on the year. Uh, but hey, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Jason takes the win 119 to 73. So this one wasn't close. Talking about Jason's team, um, as far as studs go, we're going Hollywood Brown. 21 fantasy points, 14 receptions, 140 yards. So the Cardinals are in a bad way right now uh, for the NFL. However, Kyler is finding Hollywood every single week. They were college teammates, and uh, until DeAndre Hopkins comes back, I mean, and even then, the situation might improve for Hollywood. Maybe they, maybe he's even more open, not seeing double coverage. But right now, Hollywood is taking advantage of being the only Really good receiving option uh, for the Arizona Cardinals. As far as your dud goes, there's definitely a couple of them. We'll go Leonard Fournette. I thought in a position where Tom Brady had zero wide receivers, basically, I thought Lenny would kind of take over, but only nine fantasy points, 35 yards rushing. So um, are we starting to see some wear and tear on Uncle Lenny? Um, it remains to be seen. But you really can't have an opinion yet on that Bucks team until all those weapons come back. Mike Evans is due back next week. After the suspension, Julio Jones was real close to playing this week. So uh, Brady might have Julio and Evans back. And um, Godwin is just a few weeks away, I'm sure, from returning. So then we'll see a full Bucks roster. And then we can kind of make our opinions there. But... Um, not good from Leonard Fournette. Moving on to Mike's team, bathroom hand jobs, duds all over the place, man. Um, Alvin Kamara, you throw him and Joe Mixon in that running back group that I'm concerned about um, when I was talking about it in Cliff Notes. These guys, they're just, they're not electric like they used to be. Um, they're older running backs, supposed to be pass catching running backs. I mean, Alvin Kamara, six fantasy points um, in a fumble. Joe Mixon, five fantasy points, and they were up. They were leading against the Jets the entire day. And what do the Bengals do? They put Shamaze P. Ryan in for a receiving touchdown. Just that odd, odd usage is is what's happening to these fantasy running backs. Alvin Kamara is just not being targeted, kind of like Christian McCaffrey. Those guys are very dependent on big plays and receiving game. And that stuff's not happening. So what happens is a guy like Nick Chubb, who I was down on because he, if he doesn't score touchdowns, he's not scoring a lot of fantasy points. He doesn't catch the ball. 
a, a player like Nick Chubb gets skyrocketed. I mean, he looks like he could be a first-round fantasy pick if we were to redraft today because these pass-catching um, quote-unquote elite running backs aren't getting it done. So I know I have a couple of those guys in, in my leagues, Mixon and Kamara, and I'm worried. So uh, as far as his stud goes, we'll go uh, Drake London back-to-back-to-back. Great games from Drake London as far as fantasy goes. Only three receptions, 54 yards, but he finds the end zone again. So for a rookie to start off like this, um, Drake London, 12.9 fantasy points. We'll call it 13. Uh, He's having an elite start to his career. He is the wide receiver 11 now uh, when it comes to fantasy football rankings for the wide receiver position. So, um, and that's, that's a flex position for Mike. So, We'll see what happens um, moving forward. But right now, Corrado, tough start to the year, one and two on the season. While Jason starting off hot, kind of like I said in the draft grades, he is two and one. All right, our next matchup is going to be ChristianMingle.com. Gage taking on the trophy wife. Taylor and Gage takes the win 112 to 86. Let's look at Gage's team. Uh, just an all-around great performance by his team. Nobody really like blew up and went nuclear this week for his team, but a lot of double-digit scoring from multiple positions. Uh, you talk about Kirk Cousins, 18 fantasy points, Christian McCaffrey, 12, Nick Chubb, 17, Deontay Johnson, 12, uh, Lamb last night with 18. Um, but his stud is going to be Devin Singletary, who <laughs> only had 13 yards rushing. Uh, however, he finished the day with 19 fantasy points because he had uh, nine receptions for 78 yards. So a big game from him, you know, uh, against the Miami Dolphins. We'll see if they continue to use him like this in the passing game, the rushing game. Uh, you know, the Bills just pass, 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 as Gage knows. So we'll see if um, maybe he can throw in some rushing yards there. And if he does, I mean, he's looking like a pretty pretty good steal in the draft. Uh, if we're talking about duds on his team, it's going to be Brandon Cooks. Two receptions, 22 yards, good for only three fantasy points. So that was against the Chicago defense. Uh, prime matchup for Cooks. Didn't get it done. A little worrisome there. We loved drafting Brandon Cooks in um, redraft leagues this year because, oh, he's going to get so many targets and opportunities. But right now, those targets uh, are above his head and, you know, on the ground. It's Davis Mills just throwing terrible passes right now. So Brandon Cooks still getting the targets, just can't do much with them. Most likely not his fault. Uh, Moving over to the trophy wife. 86 points, um, another another low week for Taylor. I know she's disappointed. If she does have a bright spot, it was last night. It was Zeke Elliott, 73 yards rushing on the ground and a touchdown good for 14 fantasy points. So that's where we're at with Zeke right now, where uh, 14 fantasy points is actually a pretty good outing for him. So I'm sure she'd take that from her RB2 position. Uh, that's more than she's getting from Austin Eckler, who only had nine fantasy points. That's going to be her dud. Uh, five rushing yards. He's not seeing the volume, um, you know, like he once did. He's getting all his fantasy points through the receiving game, which 
was kind of like Austin Eckler three, four years ago when Melvin Gordon was there. That's primarily how he got his fantasy points. He was the third down back. Um, it was just a weird game script. The Chargers were down literally the whole game against the Jaguars. So it would be hard to establish the run when you're down multiple touchdowns. So that's why he only got four rushing attempts. And it was only good for five yards. So again, not a great performance from Austin Eckler. He did bail you out with those nine PPR fantasy points because of the receiving. Um, but we'll see what happens going forward. Um, our division, Taylor, is just wild right now. Got a couple other games to cover with our, um, you know, in our division. But man, oh man, every year it seems like this division is stacked. So Taylor moves to a disappointing 0-3 on the year, while Gage moves to 2-1. and And our next matchup is going to be Dawson Knox's Creek. Josh taking on the BB Bar Wenches. Christopher Roach. And Josh takes the win in dramatic fashion, 89-86. to 86. This was a close one right up until last night. I had my eye on this matchup. Um, the last player in play for this matchup was Tony Pollard. And um, Roach needed about 14 points. And only got 10 from Pollard. Pollard did have a good game. So we will start with Roach's team. Uh, Pollard will be your stud. 105 rushing yards on the ground. A great game from him. No touchdowns. And very odd. No receptions for Tony Pollard. But you love to see 105 on the ground. Kind of a seems like maybe a changing of a guard there. Um, in Dallas, the usage... Tony Pollard has the juice when it comes to the rushing game. He hits those holes really fast. He's a smaller guy than Zeke. Uh, we'll see if he can keep this up throughout the year, you know, staying healthy, if he can handle a workload like this. But he, you could just tell he's looks like he's shot out of a cannon while Zeke is more of the, uh, you know, slow rolling bowling ball on a short yardage situation. Uh, but 13 rushes for 105 yards is very efficient for Tony Pollard. He is going to be your stud. As far as your dud goes, we're back to these dud, you know, first and second round running backs. Aaron Jones, four fantasy points. Uh, it was against a very tough matchup in Tampa Bay, but only 36 yards rushing and a fumble. Really uninvolved in the passing game. So that's, you know, two out of the three games for Aaron Jones. He's been an absolute bust. He's got that, lead, you know, weak winning potential like you saw last week. But how often is that going to happen? Um, just add him to the list with the Ecklers, uh, you know, with the um, DeAndre Swifts, with the Camaras, the Joe Mixons, uh, Jonathan Taylors. Just so many of those first and second round guys busted this week. So, you know, same story here for Roach and his team. Um, moving on to Josh's team, a much needed win um, for Josh. I'm sure it's welcomed. And looking at his team, he did deal with some injuries. Dalvin Cook went down and David Montgomery. Uh, Montgomery left the game, only had 11 yards rushing, and his backup, Khalil Herbert, went off as soon as he left the field. Uh, so I'm not going to give the dud to David Montgomery since he was, you know, injured. Uh, as far as duds go, I'll go James Conner, 39 yards rushing. Seven fantasy points, not what you're looking for in your third-round pick. Uh, James Conner had 18 touchdowns last year, and um, 
I don't know. It looks like regression is happening. That offense isn't as good as we thought it was. He has one touchdown through three games this year, so he's obviously not on pace to get to that 18 again. We thought maybe he'd be a little lower, but, um, you know, interesting times right now for that Cardinals team. Maybe Cliff Kingsbury on the hot seat because he's supposed to be the offensive guru right now. And um, I don't know, it's it's literally just Kyler Murray running around in the pocket trying to find somebody downfield. Um, Hollywood Brown had a heck of a game. So we'll see. Maybe things change when DeAndre Hopkins comes back and it'll open things up and maybe Josh will see some goal line uh, touchdowns from James Conner. Uh, as far as your stud goes, nobody really, like, again, went nuclear. But one thing you like to see, Cordero Patterson is going to be your stud. 141 yards on the ground and a touchdown. Cordero, obviously one of those guys – wide receiver converted to running back so he's usually getting you fantasy points through the passing game this time runs all over seattle 141 yards rushing josh i'm sure that's a welcome sight since you just lost david montgomery possibly for a week or two and um you know this is why going running back heavy does help you and um you know you did have chase edmonds on the bench as well with two touchdowns but only 21 yards rushing so you got some options there injuries suck so we'll see what josh does moving forward with his team but congratulations on the win josh moves to two and one on the year um as well as christopher roach moving on to two and one All right, our last matchup before we hit up the power rankings for week three. Uh, it's going to be Els Bells, the old name change, 135 to the Book of Samuel. Joe Chick, he had 96 points this week. So yet again, another win for someone in my division. Els Bells, 135, dominating so far this year. Um, you know, poured it on thick last night. The game was pretty much, the matchup was pretty much over with Joe Chick, but Barkley decided to go off with a nice big touchdown run to really catapult Elliott's team. But let's talk about his stud. Um, it's going to be a two for, two for Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews. Those guys are unbelievable. Um, you know, 39 fantasy points for Lamar Jackson. He's the QB one right now. Mark Andrews. 24 fantasy points he's the he's the uh, tight end one i had spoke earlier about listen the way the running back position is so far this year and some of these receivers who are kind of up and down like a justin jefferson if you do have and and look at this i, I forgot he even had justin jefferson if you have a quarterback an elite quarterback an elite tight end it can make up for guys like justin jefferson who <laughs> was his dud only two fantasy points, three receptions, 14 yards. So, uh, Elliott's team is just super balanced. You know, he took Travis Etienne, I believe, uh, third or fourth round, and he's not giving him what he, you know, expected. But it doesn't matter when you have Lamar giving you 40 fantasy points on the week. And uh, Mark Andrews is just a target hog. I think he had 13 um, targets on the week. So, I did hear a stat that this was Justin Jefferson's worst NFL game of his career. So obviously, better days ahead for him. Uh, moving on to the book of Samuel, Joe Chick. We had a great time with the Big E the other day. I love that the first thing mentioned in our group of friends 
is uh, Joe Chick was telling everybody how he's nervous about having to go out to eat with a teddy bear if he loses the league. And uh, I think people got a kick out of uh, out of that last place punishment. So, uh, but we had fun nonetheless. So um, 96 points here. So it didn't hit triple digits. Uh, I think the league average is about 108 points. So you'd like to have some more points, I'm sure, Mr. Chick. And let's talk about a couple duds here. It's going to be these running backs, man. Um, you know, Javante Williams, Miles Sanders, they're only getting you a combined 11 fantasy points between those two guys. So it's just that I don't know what's going on with that position this year. It's very up and down. Uh, as far as your studs go, you had a couple. Um, we're going to go and give it to uh, A.J. Brown, just another solid game with Jalen Hurts. So A.J. Brown, five receptions, 85 yards, and a touchdown. So Joe Chick moves to 0-3 on the season. Could be happening. No, uh, long season to go. Uh, congratulations to Elliot, who moves to 3-0 and on the season. All right, it's time for our power rankings. After three weeks, we're going to read the team names from 12 all the way to one. Definitely some movement from last week. Um, so we'll start at number 12 is going to be Torres Falcon. So even with the win against me, uh, he is still in 12th place. Uh, number 11 is going to be the Trophy Wife. Sucks starting 0-3. She's got an uphill battle, especially in our division. Um, it's crazy, man. I think I'm third in points, but being in our division is just no fun. Um, so, uh, which brings me to my next uh, person is going to be number 10 is myself, uh, Mr. Fahrenheit. So, I moved down a couple spots after the loss to one. Number nine is going to be Josh Dawson Knox's Creek. Number eight is going to be bathroom hand jobs. Number seven, the book of Samuel. So even though Joe Chick is 0-3, they still have him ranked just about seven. Uh, number six, Yeeters Skeeters after the win over Corrado. Number five, the BV Bar Wenches, which is going to be Chris Roach. Number four, Gage with ChristianMingle.com, ranked number four. At three, Unleash the Beast, Alicia, ranked number three. At number two, still, Pillar of Fire, after only putting up 66 points, uh, the model still loves themselves some Pillar of Fire, ranked number two in the league. And that leaves number one, three weeks in a row, Els Bells, Elliot Shabelli is ranked number one in our league after three weeks. So we'll see if there's some movement Next week, this is where it starts getting scary for some teams. Even myself, who's one and two, I cannot afford to go one and three, especially, uh, you know, Taylor, Joe Chick. You know, some of these people need some wins desperately before we start thinking about um, this last place punishment. It's becoming a little bit more real for a few of you, and I'm included in that mix. So um, let's see what happens in week four. I appreciate everyone listening. I hope everyone's having fun. I'm having fun. And um, good luck in week four. We'll see you next Monday slash Tuesday for studs and duds, matchups, and power rankings. Have a good week, everybody.